When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at TeachHoops.com. For coaches who want to get better. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged. Happy Thursday. Today, we're going to do have a basketball discussion. Um, we're going to talk about offenses and zone defenses and team building. Um, but before we dive into that, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Not only is it innovative, not only is it, has, in my opinion, has the best technology on the market, it is easy to use. And I'll give you a story. It's super easy to break down. We have two of them. Um, and this last weekend, we had our uh, winter dance at our school. And I think I got them broken down, taken out of the gym in less than five minutes. It was crazy. Um, so go over and check them out. Mention Coach Unplugged. They'll give you $350 off your next purchase. Also, make sure you go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. You want to jump in now before prices increase. Um, as we redo the website and add more content and add more people that are help, there to help and uh, do more office hours and one-on-one calls, um, we're going to be increasing the price of teachhoops.com. So if you're thinking of joining, this is a great time postseason um, as the season winds down to jump in and work on your craft. We always tell our players to work on their craft. Um, as a coach, as a basketball coach, you should be working on yours. So go over and check that out, and let's head off to the podcast. I know all of us are in that kind of part of the season right now. Um, I just just got done yesterday with a, with an office hours with a handful of coaches from, from our coaching community over at teachhoops.com. That I'd share a little bit of that with you, not only the office hours, but the videos and everything in the in T-Tubes, I think will make it a very valuable resource for not only that first year coach or that youth coach, but the coach has been doing it for 20, 25 years. Um, it's a great community. I know how much communication there is in our private Facebook group, and um, it's pretty exciting. So go over and check it out, www.teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. And if, uh, if you have time, we'd love you to go over and subscribe and like. Um, it helps us move up iTunes, to be honest with you. All right. Evening, guys. Right. Question. I know there were some 131 questions earlier in the week. So anything specific you want to talk about? Can you hear me okay, Steve? I can. I can. Uh, yep. 
How are you doing? I'm good. It's so yeah. cold. It's so cold in Wisconsin right now that it's like. It was even cold in Florida this week. So about two hours south of there. Okay. Yep. So. Yeah, we've been to. Uh, we played a couple. We've played a couple tournaments. We played. Uh, we played in the villages um, a couple uh-huh. years ago, and then um, last year. Last year we played in Ocala at the Kingdom of the Sun. Okay. Um, yeah, they have the big one down here in Fort Myers, the City of Palms, where they have uh, a big tournament from all over a, the country. That's a huge one. That's a that, yeah. yeah. That's probably a top. I'd say Kingdom of the Suns is probably top twenty. That's probably top ten. That's and there's yeah. there's a, there's, a, there's a couple. There's one out in California that's really good. There's one in Hawaii that's really good. Um, the yeah. one the one in Farm Bureau was crazy. This the um, Dorman High School is like five thousand, which is. Uh-huh. And it's the it's like the fourth largest basketball arena in the state of South Carolina is at this high school. It goes oh, like wow. South Carolina, Clemson. Yeah, they have a they have a video board that's like at the Kohl Center for the Badgers. It's it was crazy. I hope we can get there, but I'm nowhere close with the <laughs> It's baby steps. It's baby steps. You um, know. So nice. I guess one of the offenses that I want to talk about okay. situations that I have is I'm young. And I'm yep. not tall. I'm very guard oriented. I mean, okay. I think my tallest guy six four, and he would rather shoot a three than bang it up. So well, first of all, all I'm big just men, looking all for, big and men, I know, yeah, all big men think they're guards anyway. So you're not alone in that. Yeah. So, you, <laughs> okay, so, so, <laughs> so you're, you're, I'm just you're looking for some. Yeah, I'm just looking for some ideas for guard oriented. Just what we got. Okay, so are 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 you able? So a couple questions before we go any farther. Are you able to? Um, are you able to score? I mean, are, if you're if you're open, can you score? Or is it? Do you yeah. have to be able to create points? Is it? Because um, I've had I've had teams that have been small, but we could create. We can score. Um, or do you have? Is the defense? Can you score? Can you score on the offensive end if you run things properly? Or do you? Are do, are you feeling like maybe the yeah. defense has to help? No, I, our defense is horrible. I'll be honest with you. I mean, okay. to give you an idea, we're we're in games we have no business being in, and right. we're losing to teams we beating. It's been one of those kind of okay, so, seasons. So, for so, us. so, but that, but that's but that's but part of that's youth too. Like I have a relatively young team this year. And we lost to a team early in the year. You know, it's we beat some of the best teams in the state, and then you go lose the one that's like in the middle of the pack kind of thing. So it happens, especially when you're young and they don't yeah. get it. Um, yeah. So when uh, they move the ball, they get their shots and they can knock their shots down. They're very good. I got probably three or four kids that are dynamite three point shooters. Okay. So, so you want to, you, you want to probably do some sort of combination of read and react and dribble drive. <laughs> yeah. Um, are yeah. they, are they, are they good dribble or can they attack the rim and get to the free throw line? They can when okay. they want to, when they want to, it's that so, mentality. So, um, and how is shot selection? They would rather take the three than they would uh, dribble drive. Yeah, and, 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 and the three is fool's man, fool's gold. I always tell my guys it's fool's yeah. gold. It's it's easy to get. Um, I mean, I, I more more the maybe more pointed question is with shot selection is uh, will they will they share the ball first of all, and will do they understand the scheme of what a good shot is to a bad shot? Yes, so so and yet. So okay. let me explain by that. Yep, yep. In in Florida down here, we have kids that can transfer no matter what. Okay. So my guard and my semi big man, this is their fourth school in four years. And okay. I think I posted, I don't yeah, have yeah. any leadership 
from that. Yeah. Yeah. So their point is when he's running the point guard, yes, he can dish the ball, but it's always me, me, me first. Yeah. And it's been a hell of a thing for me to try to break this year. So, yeah. So, Especially as a first as a first year coach is hard. So, um, yeah. a, cu- a couple things with that. Um, I, I think, um, shot selection is really important offensively. We can talk about specifics of offense. Um, we do a lot of, we spend once, once a week, we go through a game and we literally go through shots. And I think I did that in that leadership thing I put in teach hoops. Um, right. but we rank shots cause I want them to know what they think is a good shot. And what I think is a good shot is not necessarily the same thing all the time. It's, it's not, I mean, they're teenage boys in this case. Um, so we spent a lot of time on, you know, this is a, and I, and you know, this is a nine and this is a one kind of thing. Um, and I think that that helps and it helps not only in the sense that I tell them, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not picking on them when I do it, but I want them to hear it in front of the group in the sense that if they keep taking ones, their teammates know they're taking ones and their teammates will, let, let them know they're taking ones. So, right. you know, we want to take sevens and nines. We want to take good shots. They're not always going to go in, but we want to take really good shots. So I think that builds a, a camaraderie and a we're on the same page. We're all trying to do this together. Um, yeah. So that I, I would I would definitely spend time on that because, you know, it's, I'm a stats teacher by day and a basketball coach at night, but I, but, um, the data is if you're taking better shots, your percentage is going to be higher. You're going to win more games, blah, 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 blah. Um, right. And, uh, you know, what's a contested shot? What's an uncontested? This might be a good shot. The fifth pass, but it's a terrible shot in the first pass. You know, they just don't understand that sometimes. And by the time this time of year, my guys know what a good shot is and they know what a bad shot is because we've done it enough. Right. So I would spend some time on that because yeah. it will build that will build leadership because you're a relatively young team and you're building toward the future. This is what we want. And right. This is what we don't want. Um, okay. Do you, do um, you don't have a shot clock in Florida, so that's good. Um, do no. they do they um, do they move? Do they understand the game of basketball? Is more my sense. Do they understand? spacing and screening yes. okay do you want do you want fr- do you want them to have freedom or do you want a continuity like a, like continuity. i like them to have freedom okay so so then the I, reason, I, yeah. what, go ahead one of the problems that i had and i made this mistake and i'll never make it again i thought having a parent that knew the local basketball scene as an assistant coach was the right thing to do yeah and it was absolutely wrong thing to do right so i'm repairing a lot of those that because everything that his son didn't take was a bad shot so i'm trying to build up everybody's um confidence yep to be able to take a not and not think that they're going to get out of a game if they take a bad shot right right yes yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and that's a part of the growing of being a kid coach too you got to kind of figure work that 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 mentality out but um so so I would come down like I, you know, on teach hoops. I have a couple. I I do read and react. I I have run the gamut. I'll tell you right now. I've run, I've run the gamut on structured offense to freedom offenses. This is where I've settled after thirty years. The more talented you are, the more structured you need to be, <laughs> and the less talented okay. you are, the kind of the more freedom you need to give them. Like the teams that I've right. had that have like had NBA guys, I had to. I, they could score every time down the court if I let them and just go one-on-one. And right. some of them would have been horrible shots. So I had to control them more in a structured offense, like screen here, do this. 
where, you know, maybe when you're quite not quite as talented or you're young, you want to give them freedom. So you want to come up with a set of rules. You don't have a post. So, so the read and react would be an easy one with a, where there's basically five spots. Um, uh-huh. And then you basically have a set of rules. Um, we have five rules that we do, and then we have kind of countered those rules um, to add with it. So when you pass away, we set up what we refer to as a double screen away. Um, everyone fills the spot. So I can, I'll can send you – I have a little cheat sheet for offense and then a little cheat sheet in the back that I give all the boys um, of, five oh, basic, okay. of five basic rules. And then we add into those rules. We have what we call quick hitters, which are special plays. We add to that. Um, you know, all that kind of stuff added to it. But um, the problem we're having right now, I can tell you with my group, is we're getting too predictable. Like they know the rules and they'll do the same thing over. And that's easier for teams to defend. So we're trying to break them of right. being too predictable Hey, if they're overplaying you, if someone overplays you, backdoor cut. That's one of our rules. Like if they're denying you, right. backcourt cut. So what you want to do is, especially because you don't have any bigs, you want to leave the lane open at all times. So if you leave the lane open, okay. they can always attack off the dribble, and then um, it leaves those cutting lanes along. If you, the read and react, I believe, is the best offense out there right now. The problem is – is <laughs> Torbert's got like 87 layers on it. And, you know, I'm a relatively smart person. <laughs> it's just way too complicated. So we've basically narrowed it down to like the high school version of here's five rules, do these five things. And then, um, and then you can expand on it. And, you know, we have like a, we have like a wing ISO where we let somebody dribble penetrate. We'll have a post up. We'll have things out of it. Um, but basically, right. you basically want to just get to the five spots. So the two baselines, the two wings, and the top of the key. Um, okay. And then you're just filling those. Um, I can see, I don't know, as we're doing this, I'll look and see if I have it so I can pull it up and um, we can talk about it here. Hold on, let me see. Because uh, people ask for it all the time. So let me just look here real quick. Yeah, we it snowed today, so I know it didn't snow in Florida. So at least you don't have, no. at least you don't have that. No. I mowed the lawn this morning, so. <laughs> well, I feel bad for my dog, too, because um, I have a golden, and she just. Hey, everybody, I hope you're enjoying that. Um, if you could, right now, leave us a review. Even if it's just a five-star review, that's great. Or if it's a written review, I read every one of them. They do mean a lot to us, no matter where you listen, especially on iTunes. Um, also, make sure you go over and check out ttubes.com for coaches who want to get better. We're all kind of creeping up. We can see basketball season off there in the in the horizon um can't imagine a better time to come join before the, all the changes that are going to be happening happen um also if you would like to help us out um in any shop do any shopping in amazon you can click our amazon link down below and that would be one way um every time you purchase something we get a a little uh little kickback and you know as an affiliate link so i hope you're enjoying the podcast let's get back to it here i'm gonna do this this is faster i'm i'm 99 convinced i put it on on our uh, facebook group so let me look here um okay because because people always ask for it so i always let me i gotta figure out how to look up files now when you say you put stuff on teach you is yep. that on so the schoolology yeah okay. the schoolology stuff it's definitely on there i know it's on there and i also put it on the um on the facebook group 
Um, I just okay. got, I got to look because people have asked for it before. And then, so yeah, so if you click, okay, so let me show you, I can do this. Um, I'm relatively tech savvy, but not, not always. Okay. So I need to close this out. I'm going to go here. So I'm going to share my screen. So those of you that are watching and listening. Okay. So I'm going to go to, um, I'll just go to Chrome here. So this is my, this is, uh, this is just my web. You can see I'm, I'm ADHD. I got my Spartan youth camp and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> I got like 80, I have a tab issue. I actually, actually have a tab issue. I have too many tabs open all the time. All right. So if I come down here and I go to our Facebook group, so I'll hit click, look at all those tabs open. So I go up here and I go to files over on the side. Uh -huh. All the stuff I put on that people have asked for and the offensive rules are right here. So that will, it, it's oh, okay. cool with you too, but if you click on it and I, and I'll, and I'll open it here so we can look at it real quick together. Um, so these are our five offensive rules. So you got to fill the five spots. So there's five spots. It, it, I don't believe in numbers. You know, when I grew up, it was like a, you know, the, the five man was your cent. I want to start a bunch of six, four guys to be honest with you that are long. That's, that's yeah. I like the bucks. I want to just be long. And, um, but anyway, so uh, if you're overplayed, you backdoor, that's one of our rules. So people will start denying you after you pass, you cut to the basic, except the points of the wing pass. And at the point of the wing packs, we do a, what we call Sussex cuts. So a Sussex yep. cut is, it's named after a school we kind of took it from. You basically, you, you, um, you set a pick away. You can either set a single or double screen. So if I pass, if one passes to two here, one and three will go and set a screen for five and they'll fill. One of them would slip to the open area in here. So this paint area always has to be open. It allows for dribble penetration, allows for cuts. Because kids don't really jump to the ball real well. All other passes cut to the basket and you rotate. So if I make a pass from here all the way down here, I'm cutting to the basket. I'm doing a hard cut and I'm looking for it. Okay. Um, post cuts. So, and if this is a post, maybe this is your 6'4 kid. Once he passes it to four, he can cut and post up. We have a two-second rule. If you don't get the ball in two seconds, you have to get out of this area because we want people cutting through at all times. Um, right. and then a skip pass to the weak side. So if, if they sag, if five man sags here and three sags here, we skip and we work on like a pin three will come in and they'll rotate up. But the key is the key is movement that somebody should always be moving. So if one passes the four, one is going to cut through and everybody else should rotate. So two should be cut. Three should rotate up. Five should come through because one's cut through. And then he's going to fill a spot. So the, the movements on those are all, all, you know, and two can come over and set a screen for three. We just want them in all five spots. And especially if you have guards, it's such a good, um, it's such a good uh, a movement thing. I'm going to, I see people unmute audio. If people, if people, I see other people on here. I'm just unmuting. Hold on one second. Not sure why unmute audio. So if people have questions, they can ask questions. Um, or you can put it in the chat too. I can see it in the chat. Does that make sense? So it, yeah, it I makes mean, perfect I, sense. I can send that to you. I, I just I, we have more rules than this, but this is the this is where I would start, and it will take you know a week for them to kind of get used to filling and moving. 
Um, and you know, what's going to happen is they're going to, the overplay is the hard one because people are going to be up the line. Well, if someone overplays you, you got to backdoor cut them. Um, you got to, you know, make them pay if they're denying. If they're not, you're going to get some open shots. shots. And then these are really hard to defend. Like, right. you know, so let's say two takes this shot, one passes to two. If three and five crash the offensive glass, they're going to get a lot of rebounds because it's really hard. Um, it's very hard for them to um, to get to, to box out because they're so far from the basket. Kids aren't used to boxing out from those distances. So we work a lot on offensive. Um, we work on a lot of, on offensive and attack in the rim, especially when they're on the outsides. The, the The problem is you'll 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 have to work on them being predictable, and you don't want them to be predictable. Um, you right. want them to right. not be predictable and, and, and keep moving and doing those kind of things. Okay, gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah, makes perfect sense. Thanks. Yep. <clears throat> oh, excuse me, that was bad. <coughs> I got we got all sick too when we go on these trips out of state, you know, it's like fourteen or of us in a uh-huh. hotel for five days. It's like the plague when right. we're back. <laughs> it's so great. I think we're going next year. We're going back to Ocala next year. I think oh, yeah. we really liked that one. It was really nice. Yeah. We didn't get in any this year just cause we, I knew as a team, we weren't going to be there. Yeah. You know? And the thing is winter tournaments are good just cause you know, you can kind of get a test of where you're at kind of thing. Um, Heck I can't even get him to show up for practice during break. You know, really? it's one of those. Yeah. So I got, well, I got 12, 12 being my down syndrome kid that I have on yep, the team. Yep. Yep. Um, but I had six kids show up both days, the three days that I had practice. And what, you know, what happens so to the ones that don't show up? They're not starting. Yeah. I don't start them in their next game. Yep. You know, I think that's a two great rule. Two of the se- two of them are my, are my seniors. seniors. Yeah. You know, so. Here, here's my theory with that too. And I have a whole set of rules I give out, especially when they're freshmen. It's like, yeah. you know, my starting point guard, who's one of the best point guards, um, in the area he's he was sick for five days or four days he doesn't have practice i didn't start him i, I mean I, I i rested him as much but i, I next man up it's it, you know i had two i had two starters gone on our game on friday they just didn't start they knew they weren't going to start it's just like you miss practice right. it's like it's, i'm sorry you're sick but it yeah. is what it is you know well um, one of the seniors well my back hurt well you can still come and support your Right. You can rebound. You can, you know, maybe we'll have a film session. Maybe we'll do that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm, yeah. There's other things. Their teenage, their teenage brain is an interesting cookie. Trust me. It is. I'm married to a psychologist. It's an interesting thing. (laughs) Very interesting thing. All right. Any other thing I see John on here, anybody else have questions? You can put them over in the chat too. I know some people might be listening too. I don't think anybody's muted. No. Um, so are you pressing? Or are you doing any doubling or anything like that, Todd? We were, um, but we, we, we don't play good defense. We can't play man-to-man defense. We okay. just don't play good man-to-man defense. So our problem is that I don't have a big a, long, a deep bench, okay. and they just flat out didn't get in shape over the summer, so I can't press as much as I want to because they're not in basketball shape. They're still right. not in basketball so, shape. So what do you, are you running like a 2-3 or a matchup or something like that? We usually we have we're we're three two most of the time because there's a lot of three point threats in the county, okay. so that's what we run a lot. And when it's the ball two or when the ball goes to the baseline, do you have the where do you have the top guy in the three two go? 
we, we have them sag right down when All it goes down, down. Right, right down the yep yep because most most zones when they get below the free throw line look like two threes when they yeah. get below the yeah. free throw line so that's yeah there's a couple different tweak tweaks you can do on that too you can actually have you could have the bottom guy cover the wing and then and then have the top guy of the three two go all the way to the low block and cover basically the okay. low block. Um, there's a little tweak. Right. I would work so you're saying you're not very good at man. What I would do is really yeah. work on it as a matchup zone. So sell it kind of as a yeah. matchup. Um, in a okay. sense that everyone's still responsible. This is your area. <laughs> um right. and we shouldn't have two of you guarding one person, um, which is part of the problem we have sometimes. So we run one three one a lot, and we run a matchup, um, in the sense that I just mm -hmm. want them to have responsibilities. Um, right. And you know, it's a cliche, but a silent gym's a losing gym. And if they don't talk, it doesn't matter if they don't talk. Um, and especially yeah. in a matchup, you really have to talk because you got to hand guys off, or you know, people are yeah. cutting through the paint or doing things like that. You got to literally hand them off to the next person. Um, right. I I sell it to the boys as. We're doing a matchup. I'm trying to keep you out of foul trouble. I'm trying to save energy so you're not running from the corner to the top of the key to the other corner. You're just handing guys yeah. off. Um, right. A lot of matchups when you run them well basically look like switching man. Um, they're not because yeah. you tend to be playing a zone more. Um, but I would try that. I, I, I would try some little tweaks too, maybe a 3-2 to a 2-3. You know, yeah. a, a, a little things that just change momentum, especially if you're not scoring, because teams get stagnant. Teams get two things. If you, as soon as you change, they get stagnant. Um, and if you run something too long, they tend to find it's kind of yeah. like, you know, like a war. They kind of prod and find the weaknesses and then they exploit them. Um, yeah, See, we got a we got a big challenge coming up on Tuesday because the team we're playing has six, eight and six, five and they can post up and they play outside. So. I've been. I don't know what I'm running yet, to be honest with them. Okay. I, I, I've even thought about the a triangle and two to mix things up a little bit with them. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I like. I love combo defenses. I don't call them junk defenses. I love combo defenses. Um, mm -hmm. Just because. See, so here's my theory with combos, especially if you've scouted well. Is right. You know, we'll run a we'll run a diamond in one. We'll run a triangle in two. We'll run a two, or we're chasing three guys, and we'll put one guy at the free throw line, one guy at the bottom. I want I want the third, fourth, and fifth leading scorers on teams to have to hit shots. <laughs> you know, right. it's hard. I mean, it's you know, if you take the top two guys out and you make some other people hit shots, it's a mentality. You know, very yeah. rarely is number three, number four, number five have the same mentality as one and two. Um, right. And it just causes, it causes the 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 um, continuity of a team to just kind of crumble a little bit. Um, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So I think those are really good, and they're very easy to have in. And we run. Um, let me grab my shared screen here. Um, we'll run. We'll run a couple different triangle and twos too. So, uh, hey everybody, hope you're enjoying the podcast. A um, couple things. You can do real quick, subscribe and like here and on YouTube under T-Tubes under YouTube. Leave any sort of reviews, any comments. We love those. 
Um, if you do any shopping on Amazon, down below is our Amazon link. Um, you know, it doesn't cost you anything, especially if you're a Prime member. Even if you're not a Prime member, we get a small little commission every time that you purchase through our link. Um, and the last thing is make sure you go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. I can't imagine a better resource, a better way to um, expand your horizons. There's nothing like it on the web that I have found. Um, you know, I have experienced everything that you're experiencing. I've coached guys at the highest level. I've coached NBA guys. I've coached, you know, fifth grade boys how to dribble so it's I've, I've experienced everything that you're experiencing and i am here to help um so you know go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better all right back to the podcast if i'm doing this i will do a triangle and two like this where i put two guys at the elbow mm-hmm. and then i put one guy at the bottom so if you're worried about three-point shooters this can help with it okay and i don't let him leave the pain area so okay. my theory is i'm going to not give up any layups at this point and then these two are kind of working in unison together. So if the ball gets down here in the corner, this guy might have to go over and he might have to take high post because they know that this area right in here is taken by whatever person's running, you know, that position. Okay. And I tend to do this against better three-point shooting teams. Then I'll invert it. I'll go back to the old, you know, triangle and two if I'm not as worried about shooters and they're only really – and if I'm chasing the other two guys, then I, you know, then this will take care of the top of the key guy and we can take care of the post area. Okay. So you invert it and you're saying in your county, you're good at three point shooting. You might want to invert it. You know, these two, you basically are playing three separate games. These two guys out here, like let's say X one and X two, they are chasing and not letting those two catch the ball. They're full denial. They have no help responsibilities. They're just stopping those two players. So they're chasing them around like chickens with their head cut off. And then these two guys are working in unison. And then this guy's got – usually somebody will be in the paint area that this guy will take care of. Okay. Very rarely will you have five out, especially when you're chasing their two leading scorers. They tend to set ball screens and, and some other things hey, like that. And you got that bottom guy low in the paint? I do. I do. Okay. You know, he's just down here. He's not going out to the corner to defend a three. He is basically, I call him my gatekeeper. We're not giving up layups. So we're taking their two best scorers away, and we're not going to give you a layup. You're not going to get a layup because we're going to have somebody down here, you know, your 6'4 kid or your 6'3 kid down here just protecting the paint, you know, side fronting, Mm -hmm. whatever. And then these two are working on – so so shooter three, shooter four might get some open 12 to 15 footers with these guys running at them. Yeah, but they're gonna have to hit them. Um, right. So it, it just—it's a different look, and it's—it just freaks it. It freaks teams out badly. And what I've seen, I don't think that they can hit them once you take those two out. Right. You know, right. And then, then you, then yeah. So the, and if and they do, God bless them. <laughs> you know, that's kind of my theory. It's like, okay, yeah. if your fourth best player beats us, we're yeah. obviously doing this because we have some matchup issues. You know, high school basketball is really a lot about matchups. Um, right. Then go ahead. Then you're going to beat us. Then that that's not, just not our night. That at that point. Um, and then yep. the triangle in two works. The um, the uh, diamond in one, which we run, it's it's similar. So we'll put a guy at the top, and we run it similar to our one three one, in the sense that um, so, you know, this guy will be chasing the one guy, and then the, these guys will be working in unison. This guy will basically work this triangle right in here from the top of the key to the elbows. Okay. This guy, this guy will basically work corners again. 
side to side, like in a one, three, one. And then these two, if the ball, let's say the ball is over here, this guy is sinking into the paint at that point. So okay. The opposite wing on a one, three, one is always sinking as the lowest man. Right. So it's just kind of, it's kind of shifting. I like diamond again for you probably because you're a County. Because yeah. it takes away the three-point shooters a little bit better. You know, if the three-point line is out here, you know, boxing one doesn't quite do that as well. Um, boxing right. one seemed to work better before the three-point line, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, seems like more people, if they're running this, runs the, run the diamond. Um, okay. Just because it seems like it's a better share at this point. Sure. Does that make sense? Yep, yeah, makes perfect sense. And 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 you might even want to put like a, a basic two two one in, even if you're not good at pressing, just to slow teams down. Um, right. You know, something like that, just to slow. I mean, like a little token. We're not going to turn them over. We're just going to slow them back. You know, a two two one can easily go back into a a, a three two, like you were talking about before. Yeah. If we started when we were pressing, we would do the one two one one. It's just our wings were never quick enough to, to yeah, track and the ball you know once, and i've had I, like i told you some of the guys i've had i mean it's freakishly how many great athletes i've had to run a diamond in one to okay. run to run a diamond in one in the full court is really 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 hard i did right. I, I mean i did it with guys that are playing i mean two of them are in the nba and i couldn't even do it because it's so hard to get it set so if you, yeah. if you ever run that you almost got to start at the free throw line or the top of the key it's okay. hard to get that initial trap right away. Right. Um, it just is. I mean, if you're athletic and, but it's, it's super hard. Yeah. Um, that's why I just kind of slide it back a little bit and start it, you know, maybe at the, at the free throw line at the top of the key and then start yeah. out press there. Um, but. And that's what I got the kids to believe that a, a 10 second count is just as good as a turnover on a trap. Right, so, right, and and and, and we've down. been and we've been talking to our kids about it's better to take the five second count than to turn the yeah. ball over and let them have a layup. That's right. that's been our big three week thing because everyone's kind of pressuring us right now, um, and it luckily hasn't been super. I said I don't have a because defensively in the half court we're really good, and I said yeah. I'll take our chances against anybody if they got to if we set our defense and they got to play against it. They said, if you yeah. turn the ball over and they go two on one, we can't stop them. So right. take the five count and we'll get back and defend. I'm not happy with it, but we'd rather have that than the other thing. So um, sure. it's similar to that. You know, the turnover thing just kills you in high school basketball. Yeah, it's just... yeah it does. All right, let's see. I have a question here. Uh, I hope you weren't muted, but you, what would you do if you had a great outside shooter and two strong posts? The team we were playing on Friday is like this, and they like to shoot outside and run a give and go. Um, so they have a great outside shooter and two strong posts. So I, there might be, I might do a couple things with this. Um, do they get, so this is in the chat. So if you can answer in the chat, do they set ball screens or how do they get the guard, the shots? So that, that if you can answer that, it would help. Um, I would, I would deny the shooter. Um, I don't think shooters like when they get denied and get pressure. So that's the first thing. And if they have two good posts, um, uh, let's see, it says they like to shoot outside and run a give and go. I would double the give and go. I'm a firm believer in ball screens and give and goes that you run at them because high school kids don't pass real well or junior high kids don't pass. So I'm a firm believer if people are running 
pick and rolls and slips, you run at them and you take them out of it and you make them make an extra pass. Um, but if there's a shooter, I would take the shooter out. Um, and then, you know, either like what we were just talking about, maybe run, I don't know, maybe run a diamond in one, maybe run some sort of saying um, post. Um, but I, I always, and I would front the post whenever I can. I don't think high school kids are good at reversing the ball and, and lobbing it in. Um, I haven't seen it in 30 years, so I don't think it's going to change overnight. So I, I believe in fronting that low post whenever you possibly can. Um, and it's not always possible, but the, the way you counter that is you reverse the ball real quick and you pin. But again, haven't seen that a lot. Can you hear me at all? I can, I, I, I can. I can. Okay. It's much easier for you to ask. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I, I just didn't want to run. It's hard. For, I mean, I'm, probably, I'm from Texas. We're blocked down here, I guess. I don't know. No, no. Uh, jump in. No, uh, but, like, I've watched a couple of film, a little bit of film. I'm new to this district. It's my first year coaching. It's girls, actually. Okay. And we've had a lot of injuries. We're small. and we're, Our toughest uh, opponent is this next – is coming up Friday. Okay. And, uh, they like to have two high posts. Uh, at the elbows. At the elbows, yes. Okay. And, uh, I'll get the ball into one of them, and then uh, their strong shooter is at the corner, uh, and they'll kick it out to her, and they'll dive down, and then they'll just kick it right back to her. Okay, so, uh, so, the, so, the, so the, the opposite post will dive, I agree, and they'll look for that post? Yes. Okay. And then where is that? Is the, is the shooter on the same side as the person that catch the ball or the opposite side? Uh, so, uh, most of the time, the same side. Sometimes they, they'll do like a backdoor type thing, but. Yep. So then I, I would deny that shooter. I would literally, as soon as she got off the bus, I would start denying her the ball. Just the entire game. Don't no help responsibilities on her if she's that good a shooter. Okay. Um, because that really frustrates scores. It does. When you do that and they're not used to it, it frustrates them. And then what I would do is if they if they have those two posts at the elbows, I would take the the one of the other two defenders, because there's two other people on the floor, and I would sag them into the paint. Um, and help on those two posts. So um, whoever, uh, you know, whoever your, whatever their worst score is, that girl, we call it 10X. We call it, it depends on the year, but um, there will always be a kid on the floor that really can't score very well, usually. That seems really good. So that is always my help person. I tell them to sag, protect. As soon as they catch the ball, go out and defend them. But then your responsibility is to help on these posts. Um, because they're going to want to catch it moving and going toward the basket. So you want to, the thing about the thing about, um, you want to take them out of their comfort zone. They might still beat you, but you just don't want them to have those looks that are easy that they're used to getting. So you don't want that three point shooter to get the look she she's getting in the paint and you don't want these posts to get, you know, the normal high, low flask, give and go cuts that they normally get. So, you have to counter what they want and make, um, like Todd and I were talking about, you want to make score th score four and score five beat you, basically. <laughs> um, and that's what you got to convince the girls. It's like, we're not going to let these three girls beat us. Let the other ones shoot it, and then we'll just, re you know, they're not going to probably consistently hit those shots. You'll still run at them and you'll defend them, but I think it will help. I appreciate that. They're really tall too. Are, we've got short girls. I don't have anybody. So are you going to pressure them the whole game then? We're going to try it. Uh, actually, um, I put in uh, that run and jump that I watched yep. one of your videos uh, and it, we, uh, we played this past Friday and it basically won the game for us. So I it did. It. 
It did. The thing about a run and jump too, I'm going to tell you, that's a great one. And we've run run and jump too, is it's just going to, you're, you're going to think you're good at it right now. Just keep, keep at it because a lot of it is instinctual. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, you know what I mean? It is, it's like, you can tell, all right, the ball's here. We need to, these two need to run and then you need to rotate. You got to keep selling the girls that this is, we're not going to get to steal on the double. We're going to get to steal on the pass. And we're going to get a lot better at this. And let me, you're not, you're not on, you're not on the computer right now, but um, whenever, let's say the ball is caught in the corner. There's basically three spots that that person can pass. So I always talk about angles must be because I'm a math teacher, but if you, let's say you trap somebody in a corner, they're going to go to the low block, the same side, they're going to go to the wing or they're going to go opposite. There's only three spots for them to, to pass. If you pass, if you double them in the right spots. So you just got to keep teaching the girls, these are the spots that you want. Um, but if this girl, if this team is that much bigger than you, I would literally make it a track meet. That's the only way. Because otherwise, rebounding is going to – I mean, I've seen games like this. You're just going to get – they're going to get second and third shots, which is going to be the hard part. Um, yes. Yeah, you want to get it up and down the court. And then you have to tell the girls, our goal is one shot. Like when they shoot, we everybody's got to box somebody out. Because maybe you can get the big girls in foul trouble because they're so used to going to the board. Hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. A couple things. First of all, we would love if you would leave a review, subscribe, and like. Those are nice. Um, we'd also love if you came over and joined teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. I promise you, you'll probably get an email with, from me in a, in a video welcoming you within 24 hours. Also, if you're um, wanting to help us with hosting fees and those things, and it doesn't cost you anything, you can go down below and uh, hit our um, affiliate link for Amazon. Every time you go shopping on Amazon, we'll get a small little commission. Um, so that's really easy to do. Also, make sure, and I don't mention this a lot, make sure you go over and check out our YouTube channel, Teach Hoops. We put, there's thousands of videos over there to kind of help you become a better basketball coach. All right, let's head back to the podcast. That if you box them out, they'll get, you'll get some over-the-back calls. You'll get some of that stuff as the game goes on. Um, do you have a shot clock in Texas? No, we don't. Okay. So yeah, you just want you want to you want to you want a racetrack at this point. I'm thinking, and then you just want to take those three girls out of out of comfort. I think mm-hmm. is the big. We also, we also ran the the sideline break that you had did. That help the press break? Oh, it was amazing. Or, yeah, uh, it's we, it's crazy that it works. I don't know why it worked because I think everyone's worried about getting beat deep. I think they're yeah. worried about getting beat deep. Yeah, it even worked. They they were manning up on us, man, full court man, and uh, then they switched to a zone, and we continued doing it, and it still worked. It's 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 like when you're breaking a press. If you do those diagonal cuts, you can't stop it. And the thing right. is, I use sideline to get my point guard is my best free throw shooter. Thank goodness. Um, so so I use that to get him the ball at the end of the game. Like I want him. Like literally, he could shoot every free throw all year, and I'd be happy. Um, so that's where that that I use that sometimes to get him the ball, so we can hopefully get him at the free throw line. Um, but I'm glad it worked. It's it that that's it's amazing how some stuff just works. I'm not, I'm not sure why it works, but yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what else, Todd? Anything else? I got a couple things. I just don't want to okay. hog the office oh, no, no, out. No, no. Go go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. So here. and I. I posted something in, in the Facebook group about this, and okay. we're one and nine. We got we're got a brutal second half schedule. Yep. You know my JVs are we're in 
the makeup of my team is I, I'm starting a freshman and two juniors or two soft two juniors right now. Yep. I'll have two juniors that are going to be adding to that next year. Okay. At what point do I say, let's bring up some JV guys, let's get them the experience? Because the seniors that I have, to be quite honest with you, are football players. Right. They got the heart of gold. They're just football bodies. They're five yep. foot ten. 210 pounds. So the couple things. First of all, the good thing about sophomores is they become juniors. Yeah. <laughs> That's the good thing. Uh, I, I, okay. So will it be a good, so here's, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you a story that, yeah. you know, Wesley Matthews who plays for the Mavericks right now. I did not move him up as a freshman. I didn't move yeah. him up for as a freshman because the group that was ahead of him, you know, those juniors and seniors, I wanted him to win, and I wanted him to have a great experience. I moved him up come tournament time. I didn't move him up right. right away. And part of that equation for me was I do regret it. So if you're listening, Wesley, I do regret it. But uh, part of the reason was I wanted him to have a great experience, which he did. And he won a yeah. lot of games. But I also I wasn't sure how that senior underclassman thing was going to gel. Right. Have a group where it's going to work, and they're going to accept them and open hands, and we're a team. Yes. If you're one in nine, I'd be, I'd, I'd be a little, I always think you should do it if you can, but mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I don't know your team dynamics and I'm not sure how I don't want that experience to be bad for them when they move up. Um, especially being a first year right. coach, I'd be a little leery doing it. You take your okay. lump um, in the sense. And again, I don't know your team. I don't know how those juniors and seniors will respond. If they respond great, welcome even though you're taking playing time, blah, 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 um, then it would probably yeah. be a great experience for the youngsters. But it's not worth sacrificing your, your culture in your program um, right. for a little bit of experience because it's not going it, to make or break them, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. what, I might do, what I might do is – what I might do, and I've done this in the past, and I, and I did this – I took my son – I took two freshmen and two sophomores with me to South Carolina. And they practiced mm -hmm. and they got to do everything. They didn't play. They suited, but they never played. Um, I yeah. did that just because here's how we do things. Here's how we prep. Here's how we go through our scout. And when they came back and played last week, it was like night and day because they were playing against sophomores. So I might have right. them come practice with you. I might have them, you know, okay. hey, come and, you know, this is how we do stuff. This is how practice works. This is how we watch film. Um, I always think that's a good idea. Um, later in the season tournament time because yeah. you know it's you're building them for next year right moving them up and playing them if you i'd be leery first year coach in one and nine i'd be leery okay um, just because you don't want you i don't think the cost benefit it's the whole cost benefit for it is going to be that right. much i would if you think they're going to help you next year and they're going to be part of the program and they're a big part i would definitely hey come and practice when, you know, I know you have your practice, maybe yeah. you can come for an hour of ours, you know, blah, 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 blah. You can learn how things, and most kids will be excited about it. You'll be able to tell if they're players too, because they'll just right. want to come and play, you know. Well, and the group that I have coming up have played together since they've been in fifth and sixth grade. So right. Right. when I say I'm playing for next year, that's right. really, because then I'll have all summer with them. And, right. And you'll summer, have, well, and you'll have stuff, we'll, and we'll talk about this when the spring comes too. You know, there's all sorts of stuff we do in the, even before summer comes, you know, about, you know, how do you build, you know, it's like, it's like me, I'm going to, I'm going to, I don't, I love the Cubs. So side yeah. note, but 
I, <laughs> I go watch him play baseball. I go watch him run track. You know, it's really about building relationships in the off season. It really yeah. is. It's, it, yeah. you know, me now is not me in July in the gym, just because I can build relationships with them. So when I'm really hard on them, they know I still love them and I, they know I care about them. And then yeah. when, you know, when I'm telling them that that's a horrible shot, it's not personal because they know they built that relationship with me. And that, and that can and that's hard to do in the season because we're, doing our jobs, yeah. we're getting them ready, we're doing everything else, you know, we got family out. Yeah, I, I can't, it's harder to build those relationships. Um, and that's where I struggled this year by the time they brought me on board. Yeah, it was too late. I missed all the summer stuff. It was. So it was. we were having open gym and that's yeah. about the extent of it. Oh, trust me, I got my, I got this job in October. I got married in July, I got this gig in October and we started in November. And it was oh. just like, I, really, I know how you're feeling. You're feeling like you're drowning. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. You just got to get through the first year. You got to like talk to the kids after the season and go, Hey, here's what happened. We're all in this together. We want to build this thing. How can we do this together? You know, that, you know, it, yes, it's, it's such a distant memory that, you know, you got to experience it. It's like, you got to experience it to feel it. And then, you know, once April rolls around, it'll be totally different. So. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Last question I have All right. is how do you handle referees? And <laughs> let, let, let me say this with an asterisk because okay. I, I'm a 15-year referee. So okay. my problem is I know too much about the other side. You do. I know when you're out of position, you shouldn't have been in position. You shouldn't have made that call. And I tend to get myself in a little trouble by vocalizing that too much. Yes, you're in the wrong side. So finding that bone that that balance yes so three officials or two officials we got three okay so three is good so yeah. i i think three was the one of the best moves in in high school basketball yeah. that we've yeah. ever made because here's my issue i don't get me wrong i yell at officials i yeah. will let them know when i'm not happy as long as they're talking to me i'm fine with them i i don't hold right. it. it's like whatever um i like that there's one that's always there in front of me that i can talk to um I, uh, I have, I have, I, I, I grew up in the eighties, the Bobby Knight era, blah, blah, blah. And I've, I've, I've got, hopefully got like wine gotten better with age. I yell, I, I, I've learned that the officials really don't impact the outcome of most games. They really yeah. don't. They have, trust me, I've coached 500 high school games. They have, but very rarely do they impact it. Um, so that I kind of changed my mentality is, you know, I, I got to worry about my guys. I got to worry about us getting better. I will let them know if I disagree with a call, you know, last, the last game we were up by 35 and the whistle changed. I let them know that the whistle should stay the same, even though we're up. Right. You know, it's not fair to the kids. You know, the ones that are playing now deserve the same whistle you were giving anyway. So I will vocalize that. Um, I have assistants to probably yell a lot more than I do. <laughs> uh, I don't remember in the state of Wisconsin. I remember last time I got a technical. Um, so I, I, I have kind of come to the mentality that they're just there. They're doing their best job. I'm going to move on. Yeah. If it's really bad, you know, and we're lucky to play in a lot of pretty packed gyms. So most of the time they don't even hear me. Uh, <laughs> so it makes it, it makes it a lot easier on me. Um, but yeah, it's 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 hard. It's hard. The the hard part is that as a referee, you understand your gig and what you do. 
sometimes I think they forget how much time we spend as coaches and teachers that all that kind of bubbles up that like we is it it's, i can see that now yeah yeah it's a 12 month like you leave like you get in your car and you go home i still have parents and kids and the community and all that still on me after you've yeah. left the gym so i right. think sometimes the officials forget that aspect that when i'm yelling at you i'm just yelling because i have a lot of pressure on me i have you know i've i've vested a lot of time in this a lot of some you know i i think that's where Sometimes the officials forget, so I try to counter that by, well, they're doing the best they can. As long yeah. as they're communicating with me, we're good. It's the right. ones that won't talk to me that I only have problems with. And yeah. very rarely does that happen. And they'll come right. over and say, sit down, Steve. It's like, okay, <laughs> you're good. I, I hear you. You warned me. I get yeah. you. Yep, I'm sorry. I just will disagree. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I think that's the issue. It's like it, and that, and that's come with time, I think, that I've kind of realized that. That, you know, they're trying. They're not trying to hose us. You know, there's this, yeah. you know. Uh, but I think officials sometimes forget that, you know, I could make more working at the gas station at the corner than I do coaching. <laughs> that's I mean, true. You know, I mean, I don't, I, I don't do it for that. I do it because I love the boys, and it's a right. fun game, and it keeps it's, – it's like teaching for me. It's like it's fun. It's like yeah. it makes me feel alive. That's why I do it. I don't – I'd make a lot more money doing something else. So, right. um, and it, you know, and it's the same with the officials, you know, they get 60 bucks or whatever they get, they're not doing it because of that either, but um, yeah, it's everybody else that forgets that. I think right. um, yeah. <laughs> yep. it's tough. It's tough. It's gotten easier with age, but it's tough. Yeah. It's a tough balance. It is. It is. My, I had, I had, a, I had a, a colleague tell me just Steve go into every game, assuming every official is bad. Yeah. And then your life will just feel, you know, if you get a good whistle, then you'll feel good. You know, it's like, well, that's an interesting way to think about it, but yeah. they're not all bad. They're most of them are very good. Um, right. You know, and it's and, the and out of county ones that I have the issue with. Yeah. And the thing is they don't know and they don't know it's hard because they're not, that's why I'm, I, I don't really care about the shot clock, but I've written some articles on it in the sense that yeah. they don't, this is not their job. They don't have instant replay. They can't see if it hit the right. rim. You know, that's the, that's the issue I have with a high school shot clock. It's like Su Susie, the science teacher, is going to be running the shot clock. <laughs> you know, it's not like they're yeah. paying someone $500 at the, at, the, at the Kohl Center for the Badgers, you know, right. to, you know, in the Big Ten to run the shot clock. It's going to be – and then the officials have to figure out if it hits. So that's the issue yeah. I have with it. It's like I'm not sure what it's going to do the game. We're at halves, though, which I really like. I would – Oh, yeah. We are at, we have, we play, um, two 18 minute halves. Oh, okay. Um, so it allows me to play more kids. It, it, that made sense to me. Um, I wish we had another timeout, but it does make sense from a flow standpoint. Yeah. Um, but it was different when we in South Carolina. It was like, Oh my God, we play eight minutes. And we get a rest. You know, that's how ours is. We got four, eight minute quarters. So. Yeah. And you get an extra, you basically two extra timeouts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. exactly. And then the kids get to rest. So we'll do this right. again. We'll do this again in a couple of weeks. Um, okay. I'll post it on the Facebook group. That's easy. And I'll send out a mass email too. Cause not everybody's on the Facebook group, but um, it won't be, I have the next two Sundays I'm busy. I have my youth organ, my, my, my youth board for my basketball program. And then the following right. Sunday, but then we'll probably do one end of, end of January again. Um, okay. But you guys can always email me and stuff. And if you have questions and stuff, I can definitely help you. 
we can get on a one-on-one call too at some point, especially after this week. Yeah, I appreciate okay. it. Yep, no problem. See you guys. All right, take care. Yep, bye. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Coach Unplugged. Um, it's just a pulling the curtain back and looking at what we do at Office Hours and part of our, our teachhoops.com community. Um, so I hope you enjoyed that. Um, I don't do a lot of advertising. Um, I just, I just don't. Um, I really have to believe in the, in the, in the system and the process. Hey everybody. I hope you enjoyed that. If you did make sure you subscribe and like, um, leave a written review. I read every one of those written reviews. Also, if you're thinking of taking your, you know, maybe you've had a 500 season, maybe you just got done with your season. Maybe you're starting your season. Let me help you take your team to the next level. I've been there. I've experienced it. Trust me. I can help you take it to the next level. We'll get on a call um, and we'll get it all figured out. I'll make sure you subscribe and like. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.